When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. What do we have in our dirt alert today? Yeah, let's get to some Peabody Awards that have been okay. set out today and just some big names that, that need to be recognized that have been recognized in the past. But let's get to some of those names for the Peabody Awards. So they were announced uh, today with winners uh, in 35 different categories honoring the most compelling and empowering stories released in broadcasting, stemming and interacting media during the 2022 season. So okay. notable winners right now include FX's Atlanta. Okay. AMC's Better Call Saul, which was absolutely phenomenal. And uh, these will actually be their second Peabody Awards. Both of those series had won for their first seasons when they had first originally came out. So Atlanta and Better Call Saul are racking up a second one. Now, the Peabody's are going to be hosted by who, you know, we love uh, Jessica Williams from Shrinking. Remember her? Yes, yes. And they're going to be, I believe, in Beverly uh, Wilshire Hotel in Los Angeles on June 11th. And this is the first time. I doubt this is going to I do too. Mm-hmm. You don't think it's going to take writing? Uh, it's going to take writers. Gosh. Writers. The Beverly and Wilshire's. all these Peabody Award-winning nominated shows all have one thing in common: writing. tight, great, unbelievable writing, writing and scripts. You're right. That makes sense. Bummer. So that's good though that they're getting awarded. But yeah, I don't think that show will actually be happening. And let supposedly there's been some productive conversations happening. Good. But we still everyone is side eyeing. Taylor. Taylor Sheridan. Get the ball going, buddy. Where, to get Paramount where Plus. Is he? And he's at his ranch <laughs> in Texas, in, in, in Fort Worth, Texas. That's right. Speaking of Paramount mm-hmm. Plus, today it was learned that uh, Chris McCarthy, who's uh, part of the Paramount Global, he Paramount Global will be laying off 25% of its domestic team. This is part of the merger that they did with Showtime and part of, and a lot of other their, their small subset studios are going to be shut down as well, one including a famous one for a long time, MTV News, no more. Wow. 25% of their staff. That means uh, uh, Paramount Global had 24,500 employees company-wide at the end of 2020. So 25% of 24,000 is going to go down. Well, MTV News, when's the last time? No, but MTV News was the the flash we saw at the beginning of Tulsa King. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a production. It was a producing arm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow this is a way of screwing people out of money by not having this. And this could be part of why they're striking. And this is why everybody is looking at Taylor Sheridan, because he could bring Paramount to its knees, which then they could talk some sense into their fellow other studios. studios. And with as much money as they're paying him... 
25% layoffs. 18 or 19, the one, the Helen Mirren and, and I know. 200 million, more than Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's a Marvel movie. I mean, more th- I mean, it's <laughs> unbelievable how much money he has the power. That he does. Taylor Sheridan. That, that was a- the budget for the first six episodes that we watched or whatever. Or eight, that, yeah, eight. of 19. To, oh, yeah. I love that yeah. so much. Yeah, but they, they really did shoot in Africa. The 200 million. I mean, he Traveling. got 500 million last year from Paramount Plus. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Get the ball. Like you said, get it. Let's the get. whole Writers Guild deal is only worth $450 million. I mean, these studios have the money. Wow. They have the money. And they're that puts nickel and diming the writers, which you have. Mm-hmm. You don't even start. You don't even have a show without a writer. That's true. That is true. <sighs> All right. What else we have? Well, let's the go- Guild of Directors and Screen Actors, their contracts are up June 1st. So, I mean... If I were the American movie and TV producers, AAM and TAM, I would be seriously getting my best people to look at this, the long road. Right. Got it. The long game. The long game. All right. This. I'm going to give you three options. Okay. Nick Cannon comparing his wife to Donald Trump and Putin, former oh. ex-wife, Nicolas Cage, and a new sequel coming out, or... Marilyn Manson's defamation case being shut down. Which where, where no, do we I want, want to Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. This one is really funny. Not funny, but terribly said. Nick Cannon has compared uh, basically his marriage to Mariah Carey as Uh-oh. if it were like Trump and Putin living in the same. Well, those two guys feel like got along. I, that's I, what I, I think that's a bad example. If I he's trying to terrible... say, I mean, you know, they're odd bedfellows. Maybe that's what he's saying. That's right, because they always. He always expressed that they have a mutual respect for each other. Yeah, I mean, other. he wasn't as nauseating as he was with Kim Jong-un, and he writes me beautiful letters, which that did not age well. <laughs> no, it did not. Um, Nick Cannon said that? No, no Trump, Trump about, did about, about yeah. Oh, yeah. the he, North Korea guy. Oh, he wrote me beautiful letters. I'm like, you did not just say that. But He's been making a lot so of... So Nick Cannon is saying that he and Mariah were odd bedfellows. Yes. That they didn't go together. Yeah. Their, their dictatorship styles were different, or their authoritative style. I just different. think that, yeah. that's a kind of a rude thing to say. I, I would be offended. Very much so. I mean, basically, you know, she was the boss hog. Listen, you and I said it out loud. We said this is never going to last. Never when they first young. He was way too young. 12, she, she was, was to, to 36 to yeah. his 24 or yeah, whatever way. it was. Yeah. Well, he was he was in love with as what he fell in love with as a child. But Nick, Nick, Nick. Well, you know what? He is giving interviews and he is making some money and he's just you know doing the rounds. Guess getting asked a lot of questions ever since Jamie Fox winked at him in Insta last week mm-hmm. and thanked right. him about that's my jam. That's no, right. No, it's Shazam. Shazam, Shazam. jam, that's whatever. <laughs> It's Lori and Julia here for Hammernick's Flooring Solutions with stores on the west side of town and on the east side of town. And really, when you have seen the magic of what happens when people redo their flooring in their oh, homes, it's not a day. What a face that It's a perfect house. one. Mm-hmm. And with, you know, you don't have to worry about water spilling on the floors with the new technology of the wide plank luxury vinyl. They look good. Super easy to clean, so they always look fresh. They really do. I'm getting, I'm starting to feel the need, but in the steps, 
I mean, if you want to have a nice off-white uh, carpet on your steps, you can now. But I also think, you know, you're getting a great selection, the largest selection in the upper Midwest. 12% upfront discount on all in-stock flooring. Mention Lori and Julia. That kind of helps sometimes for other things. That's right, Julia. And we absolutely love working with a local family. Um, we love them. And you will, too. Hammernix. DNA clears your name and someone wants your DNA and you're reluctant to give it. What is the study of duh behind that? Uh, you don't want the person to know they're yours. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and the famous one I always think of is Steve, that millionaire who died in California, oh. the baby mama of um, Steve. What was the name? She got Bing. Q-tips. Bing. Steve Bing from Dell Computers, I believe. Was the baby mama of baby father of was it Pat Pat Malachki? No, it was someone else. I don't know, but it was somebody. It was somebody, and he fought the fought, fought and given the DNA. It, yes. Fought. He didn't want to give it. He didn't. And, and I, I remember you and I saying, "Well, if you're so sure it's not you, then yep. you you'd give it. You'd give it." And but so they got it from his garbage, and then yeah. he died. By suicide, I think. And threw himself yeah, off of a building. It was just terribly All right. sad. All right. Well, I'm sure anyway. we didn't want to go down that path. Well, no, but I'm just, that that to me, in the court of public opinion, in the study of Da, when somebody could clear their name, you think, well, the only reason you wouldn't is because you were entertaining the thought that, yes, indeed, I don't want to know. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't want to explain to my partner who I've been study with. Yeah. So if someone that you know is yeah. not giving their DNA to someone that you Pretty, don't know, you're going to be suspicious. Yes. There's probably a reason. And your friends are probably going to agree. But, I, you know, I don't know. But here, here is a real, maybe Julia may already know this, but what was your secret to get your kids to eat vegetables? As a parent, do you remember having a way that you got the veg well, in your children. Well, carrots, like cooked carrots, if you had it in a lot of brown sugar mm-hmm. and butter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I didn't spend a lot of time on this one. Mom. Yeah. I really didn't. Yeah, but what what would be your instinct? Well, the airplane into the mouth? No, 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 no. I mean, when they were babies, they would eat it because it was it was coming at them. And now kids feed themselves, I understand. What? Yes. So are we talking about newborns? We're like talking toddlers? about children six and younger. Oh, okay. If How I do really you get wanted them? I would chop it up really fine, probably, and put it in pasta. <laughs> chop it up really fine and put it in something else. Oh, yeah. Lori, yeah. no. I my nutritional standards at that point in my life, Were. I was too busy. Okay, yeah. I really got to be honest. Yeah, I was. I, that was too much. All right. Well, I thought that I thought everyone knew that the way you get at least because at a certain potatoes. point, I'm trying to think of like when kids really become parrots. Maybe two. When they just imitate everything you do, like they'll do what you do. They just and are, say the bad you word. You the just said when you drop the orange juice. So if you eat the vegetable or the whatever, if you eat it, you have a good. Most parents say that's my best shot at getting them to try it. Huh. I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really can't. <laughs> I know what my parents did. What'd they do? <laughs> 
if basically they just left me in the kitchen in the dark and said, finish your damn well, food. Well, you have to eat your food if you, you want to leave the table. Exactly. That was our thing. That was I my thing. I never did that just, to my kids. Yeah, you just had to wait. You couldn't leave until but you were done. But six and younger? Do you remember being younger than six and being forced to sit at the table? Probably six, seven years old. Really? Yes, yeah, sitting there. My parents, we didn't have a big house, so they were just in the All living right. room, and I would sit there and drink the milk, cl- plug my nose, and just put it down because I couldn't percent of parents think that their kids will imitate what they do at the table, and so they start doing the little mimicking things right away about more and please. And like, it's kind of amazing what the, the modern mommy and daddy like do. They're leading by example. Mm-hmm. I got, yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> that was so I, insincere. I mean, but I really, I really can't remember. And I don't remember it really being an issue either. I yeah. just I blur. Probably it's, yeah. You can't remember and all the things that you have to do. Oh boy. I mean, really? Anyway, but they, that's mm-hmm. the, apparently this is your best chance. Obi-Wan Kenobi is if you want your kids to eat their veg, eating your own first might be your first secret thing that you do that's out loud. Right. Just show them how you eat it. Yum. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Smack your lips. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love, though, feeding them baby food. They were so cute with that. Yeah. That was fun. And then they'd spit it back out and you'd take the spoon and scrape around and put it back in. That's exactly and what I hated about babysitting. Uh, if I ever had so to feed cute a baby. When it's your own kid, though. Oh, and they, their whole face would be covered with yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Kids feed themselves now, though. Oh, but that's not, weird. not, not, not at the six months. No, they not, feed more like when they, can start like I think when they chewing. start toddling. Yes, and toddling and chewing. Then They'll you, just, ch- you chop up. You everything. People is just cut put up. it on their. Um, high they chair take and... off their shirt. They put a rubber bib on mm-hmm. them, and then they let them go to town with their mm-hmm. hands and some utensils. I've watched it. <laughs> I've longed for a dog. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, dogs. We always had no, a dogs dog. are. We had a dog. If, if you have cleaner. children, you should have a dog just for cleanup. Oh, for the vacuum cleaner oh, on yeah. aisle one or kitchen or Love whatever. It. Yeah, they mm-hmm. really are helpful. That's a study of dog. Here's another parental <laughs> one. Obviously, I was reading, you know, advanced journals of pediatrics. <laughs> <clears throat> uh anyway. Average parents are open to driving up to 1,400 miles instead of traveling by plane. That that is the tipping point. If it's 1,400 huh. miles. So how far would that round, be? Here to where? Um, I'll look Denver. Up. I don't know. That seems like that's a- longer than a one-way trip from New York to L.A. But that's, that's certainly within long. the realm of going. If you lived in the Midwest, going it is to stressful north or south with Dakota. children. Yes, yeah. below a certain age. I, I yes. You yes. think you think that but the fourteen hundred mile going to Mackinac? I you know maybe doing we something. We drove to Bozeman a lot. Yes, I flew to Bozeman and had a terrible flight once. And that's thought, a thirty-hour drive. Yeah. yeah, because sixteen. Oh, to where? Bozeman. Oh, fourteen hundred hours. No, yeah, for four for fifteen hundred fourteen hundred hours or for fourteen hundred miles. Essentially, they broke it down to fifteen hundred miles. It's thirty hours. Oh, I in would driving. never. I'd fly. I would. That's fly too. way too long. Yeah, yeah, but no, I can four, make it. This is fourteen hundred miles a round trip. Oh, you know, you're going seven hundred so miles. Seven back. You know, round trip like okay. that is the. You can control more in your car. Bingo. You can control everything (laughs) in your car. You can control it. You can feed them. It doesn't care if they make a mess. You can put in a video. 
You can sleep. You're, you're, you're going to stay at a fun motel, and that's going to be an adventure. Always. Yeah. And instead of hurting the cats, road through trips. the you know the airport sometimes. So that's the magic marker for, um, and that's why the average family will take like five road trips because it's just more palatable mm-hmm. as a parent. It is. Mm-hmm. Unless you have free places to stay in Florida, <laughs> right? <laughs> which, yeah. which we had, so we went there a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This I thought was so interesting. What? It's not really a study of duh, but you know, the whole thing about traditional banks and cash and all of this. Eighty-three percent of people, and we are talking. Gen Z threw an up past age uh, baby boomers. 83% of people still prefer going to a traditional bank if they have something big going on. Yep. I've over course. a digital transaction. Of course. 100%. I, I, I oh don't my. know if you guys thought this would be a surprise. Oh, no. I okay. don't do, I don't like to bank online. Okay. I mean, I'd like I, I pay my bills and right, stuff, right, but right. I wouldn't, I don't like the app. I don't want to do it. I know a lot of people do. Yeah. No, no, no. Julia, they, go here's to- what they're, they're calling it. We're seeing a strange dichotomy in banking and folding in front of us. We know that physical banks have closed, yet the data here supports, supports. supports the consumers, especially in younger generations. Want the human first benefit traditional banks provide? So it's the exact opposite what you would think. So you let's just hope the staffing increases. That. Exactly, that would help this whole process. Right. That's funny though that you the yeah. I mean, Grant. You wouldn't think that, but yeah, I mean, you're in that group. Yeah, and I feel like it's honestly because there's there's a person. And they are trained to do whatever it may be, if it's a loan or if it's a large amount of money. Yeah. It's just, for me, there's there's checks and balances at right. a bank that I want to have in front of me. Right. Yeah. Only 10% of people say they can handle digital banking with no physical presence. So very few people actually yeah. want that. And especially yeah. with the cryptocurrency and some other things that have happened, I think there's a little heightened awareness and wanting physical touch, you know, touching yeah. the money. Touching the check for sending oh, it over. Cash. You know? Good old cash. I love cash. Me too. Cash is king, but not really. A lot of people don't care anymore. They don't even accept it at places. Julia, I was just in Vegas and cash is king there. <laughs> That's true. You that. If there's one city, it still is. But yeah, ballparks, any stadiums now, credit cards it's all only. Credit cards. But. That was a that's kind of sound effect of what we had with the pandemic. They kind of yes, got, you're right. It you're was right. That's, it's just that, a lazy thing that turned out to be okay. People are want to stick with it. Yep. It's like bowling teams will never be more than five people again. They've permanently moved to four pe- four person teams. Do you oh. like that? And for it's years quicker. it was five. Yeah. Um, it's, well, it's easier to maintain a team. I'll tell yeah. you that if you don't have to have five people every week. Right. Uh huh. Showing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's here to stay. You know, things that were things. Good. Some things are never going back. That's true. It is true. All right. Listen, that's all we got, you guys. Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. Um, you know, it seems like we hear news a lot. And, you know, why would you be responsible to follow the bouncy ball with mortgages? That's where the great team at First Equity comes into play. Do you have a testimonial? I have a testimonial from Annette. And she said, Torben was quick to respond, wrote everything out in easy to understand language, and was a helping hand the whole way through. I will definitely be recommending him to friends and family. This was a first time homeowner. Oh, I love that. 
that because so, that's always a nerve nervous situation. I, yeah, no idea. I needed everything explained to me. Um, here, you know, here's from Anthony. Everything worked out well. Thank you so much. I loved it. Torben, outstanding. You know, we have um, Torben was great to work with. We'll be recommending them to others. You know, the experience with First Equity is well worth it. 763-251-8000 or my talk keyword, David. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, my question for today's post is, okay, so Jennifer Garner is on the May issue of Allure magazine, and she's dressed like Sydney in Alias. She's got a great. wig on. She kind of looks like Rachel McAdams on the cover mm-hmm. with this blonde wig, and she's wearing mint Mew Mew. She looks so different, and it really just highlights what a gorgeous she's face she has. She's beautiful. The cheekbones, the dimples, the full lips. Sexy. Sexy as all get out. So that is posted. But I don't know what she's promoting. Well, I don't see. She has four things <laughs> upcoming. Okay. The last thing he told me. Which, did you um, guys finish? I still am. I actually went back. I stopped for a minute and then Lily and I went back. I'm going to finish it. Okay. It's, it's good. Yeah. It it, keep, everyone keeps me on a cliffhanger. That's you why know I like what? It. I'll probably watch it because I think in a couple months I'm going to forget how it ended. It's got some The speed. ending is too fresh in my mind. I so know I know how it ended. I, won't I know. enjoy it. I don't. So I'm ex- I'm yeah. kind of excited. I, I like it. I'm the but last. But I don't know what she's promoting because no? she's got all these different looks like Alias. She's got a bob on. And I think I've gone back to Alias. Yeah. I, I, because you can start. That was so good. Such Dad a good show. 13 going on 30 was mm. to die for. Anyway, she, love- she admits to Allure Magazine she's not good at being fake because she says... She was she, good as Sydney B- B- um, Bristol and Alias. She just meant in the way that everyone always thinks She's nice, and she's not always nice. She right. is like anybody else, and but you know she she is that nice. I mean, we saw her like three times on the red carpet, she is that and nice. she we was have to admit. she w- waved and right. smiled at us yes. and did not look through us. And these were three very different years. Maybe it might have even been four. She didn't walk the red carpet with Ben because. She, they, she, I don't know. They just didn't do that together. But she saw, she made eye contact with everybody on the red carpet. She was lovely. So she is nice, but she just said she's, she can't fake it. If if she's like you, yeah, I know. I'm bad faker. I'm You're a bad, bad faker. faker. I'm a much better faker than you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Julia. I um, want you guys to watch Citadel. Yes, I just finished Rabbit Hole. Um, I'm gonna watch. Casey and I finished it. You know that was a once a weeker on. What did it drop on? Was it uh, Prime? I can't remember what. It was a network. I can't. No, not network. But it is what was fascinating about Rabbit Hole is all the ways that everybody's stuff that we're just digital everyday footprint. digital footprint. How that's mined. But oh it's going forward in the future a little bit, just in the sense that I don't think it's quite that way. But they show you how, I mean, like they could find, you know, bad guys, bad people doing bad things. They could be selling. I mean, it's just blowing my mind. You do go down a rabbit hole, but Kiefer Sutherland is already like... He's CIA adjacent. He's so dark, the CIA doesn't have a name for it, and the FBI doesn't know about you because the FBI investigate. 
crimes happening on American soil. CIA, they All solve right. and commit Thumbs crimes over. Yeah, All right. yeah. So it's an espionage. So it is it, good. Like, yeah, yeah. You'd like it, but it is a mind twister, like that kaleidoscope, like that kind of yeah. a puzzle box show, but right. espionage like. Well, All right. I'll I be like jumping. It. I'll be jumping. You got to pay attention. You can't, you know, be know. doing 10 things because otherwise you that. won't follow the show. Okay. Dancing Queen premieres tonight on Bravo. Is that my DVR already? Yes. I'm curious it, if I'm like this. It's blurring genre lines between the network's Real Housewives franchise right. and Dancing with the Stars style competition. All right. Introduces six women who eagerly escape their domestic and professional lives to twirl in the ballroom on the Pro-Am circuit. I wonder if this is going to make me want to go join the circuit with Casey and see if Well, let me tell you, it's an expensive hobby. It is, isn't it? Also costly when it comes to balancing family obligations with such glittery pastime. Because the outfits and stuff and the shoes. This being Bravo, Mm -hmm. don't expect ladies to act very ladylike when it comes to doing what it takes to win. Well, I'm excited about Uh this. Hannah Gadsby, do you guys like her, the Australian comedian? Yes. She's funny. I don't, I just saw her once, like one special she did on each Nanette. She has kind of this alter ego, Nanette. Uh She has a third one um, special coming out today. Okay. And if you want to laugh, I think she's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, Other things that are on, the 147th Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show is on ET tonight. Mm -hmm. I'm so bummed the writers are on strike because Trump of his news today. Late night would have been on oh. fire. They would have been on fire. <laughs> on fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure they're not happy about it either. No one wants to be on strike. Yeah. No one wants to be. Yeah. No, right? Jeez yeah. Louise. I know it. I don't think so. And uh, yeah. Um, if you want. Robert De Niro didn't mean to. I mean, he was just talking to E. Canada about his new movie with, uh, you know, Maniscopo. And the person said, oh, you have six children. He said, no, no, I have seven now. Oh, no, that's he how it's... Even, that's yeah. how it came out that he's... Uh, that, <laughs> that he's... An, Whoops. Grandpa's Whoops. got a... Whoopsie-daisy. A man yes. born during World War II is going to be 97 when this right. kid graduates. Yes, he is. <laughs> All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Everyone have a great night. Job done. Off you go.